October 31, 2014. I'm your host, Dave Tanner, and it is good to have you with us today on Main Menu. And happy Halloween! Hey, we hope you had a good Halloween, got a lot of candy, and had a lot of fun with your Halloween celebrations. And hey, don't eat all the candy today. Leave some for the kids, too. Have some tomorrow. That's the best thing to do. You don't want to get too fat in one day. Spread it over a couple of days. Well, let's get into the tech for today. On Main Menu today, we start out with Larry Turnbull, Managing Director of ACB Radio. And Larry is going to talk to us and show us how to use the Audible app for iOS. And he is going to cover something that quite a few people have indicated they're a little confused with, and that's how to delete a book that you no longer want in Audible. That has changed in the most recent version of the app and some people are a little confused about how to do that and Larry's going to show us how to go about deleting a book you no longer want in Audible among other things that he's going to show us about the Audible app and then thanks to Cool Blind Tech Garth is going to be telling us all about and showing us how to remap our keyboard on our Mac and that I think you'll find very interesting if you're a Mac user. If you've been using some other screen reader on uh, Windows, for example, and you're used to having the speech key be the caps lock, well, you can now take and those VO keys that you keep forgetting which two keys to push or wish it was just one key, well, now you can remap that to be the caps lock key. And so you'll remember it, and it'll be where you're used to it being. And maybe there's some other things you'd like to remap and get in a better place. And then he also will show you how to undo that if you decide you don't like it that way, or you need to undo it so somebody else can use the keyboard. Then finally, Larry Turnbull comes back again, and Larry is going to show us how to play the Shades of Doom game on your PC. And wow, what a time to present that right on Halloween Day. Huh, okay. Well, that's what's up on Main Menu today. There is one tech thing I wanted to mention to you. For those of you who are JAWS users or know somebody who is a JAWS user, you will want to know that this past Tuesday, October 28th, Freedom Scientific formally released JAWS version 16. It is available from the Freedom Scientific webpage. And there's a real easy way to find it. Go to the Freedom Scientific homepage. Go down the page until you come to news information. And the first item you will see is a link to the page that's going to give you all of the information on new features in JAWS 16 and links to download either the 32 or 64-bit version of the software for your computer. That's all what's up today. That's what's been up this week in technology. And now we're going to go right ahead and get into this week's program. You have a great week, and we'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu.
Here at ACB Radio's main menu, we are always looking for feedback from our listeners. If you have any feedback about something that you have heard here on Main Menu, suggestions for things you would like to hear on future programs, or if you are able to record a product demonstration or interview for us, please get in contact with us by sending an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also get in contact with us via Twitter. Our Twitter page is at www.twitter.com slash mainmenu, or you can follow at mainmenu with your favorite Twitter client. Finally, all of our contact information, past shows, and more can be found on our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. Thank you for listening to Main Menu, and we look forward to hearing from you with your thoughts about our program. Hello, this is Larry Turnbull with ACB Radio's Main Menu, and today I'm going to be demonstrating Audible on the iPhone. And I've heard many messages out there from people who are confused by the latest version of Audible in regards to deleting books. Uh, that is a bit confusing with the latest changes that uh, Audible has made to their iOS app. So I'm going to uh, show you how that can be done because it still can be done through voiceover. You don't need visual assistance to do it. I've already launched Audible and I'm on the home screen. I'm making sure I'm all the way to the far left side of the screen. Select settings button. The first button is a settings button. And I've already downloaded a book. And I'm going to go ahead and swipe on to the right here with one finger. Selected cloud button device iTunes button search button. You can do a search uh, for a specific title and you can have it search your library and, and that sort of thing. If you want to purchase a book, what I usually do is I go to the Audible website. Normally, I do that with my PC, but you can do it with Safari on your iPhone if you so choose. It can be done. And I go to the Audible website, of course, log in and purchase the book. And then it automatically shows up in my uh, Audible app on the iPhone. You just have to make sure you're logged in. You have the app logged in to your account, so it'll automatically refresh. So let's go ahead and swipe on to the right. All titles, button, recent, button. These are... Sort your library. These are buttons that you can use to sort your library by titles, recent, delete, button. And, you know, there's a few ways you could do that. And there's the first delete button. With this version, I have not found it to be effective in any way. Uh, it's just a, the first delete button. It's not associated with any book title or anything. And I, you know, I've found a way to uh, work around it. And so we'll swipe on to the right. Refresh button. You can double tap refresh that. Your library. To, you can double tap that to refresh your library. Delete button. There's the first delete button that's next to a book title. It's to the left of the first book title, so we'll swipe to the right and we'll land on the book title. Embraced by darkness. And if you swipe to the right, by Gary Arthur. It'll give you the author's name. Narrated by Angela Daw. Next one is the narrator of that particular book. Progress zero percent. And then it gives you a pro progress in indicator. Nine hours thirty nine minutes left. And then it uh, tells you how much time is left in the book. Delete button. And then you'll land on the delete button for the next title. So let's swipe back to the left, because this is the book I've already downloaded. Nine hours progress. Narrated by Carrie Arthur. Embraced by Dark. Delete button. Embraced by Darkness. 
And if you haven't downloaded the title, you can just double tap on that and it'll start downloading and you'll see a progress indicator on how far it's downloaded and there'll be a cancel button and uh, a few other messages that'll be very helpful to you. So we'll go ahead and double tap on the book, on the title. Weeks and of it's going to start around. playing. Volume one menu nine hour three percent. Chapter one cover art jump back cover art jump pause button play. Okay, so now let's go. We're still inside the book, so let's go back to the far left side of the screen. Back button back button. I do that by swiping upward with two fingers. That gets me to the far left side of the screen, and of course the first button will be back, which will take us back to the main screen. Volume button. There's the Reveals volume slider. Where you can adjust Audible. More menu button. More menu. Reveals this, more menu. This has got uh, a couple of options of interest in here. One is the sleep timer. And let's go in there and we'll go ahead and explore that. We'll double tap on more menu. More. Close button. Okay, the first button will be closed, of course, so we can go back to the previous screen. And we'll swipe to the right. More. Heading. There's the heading. Bookmarks. And there's bookmarks where you can... Set your bookmarks and go to them if you like. Sleep timer. Sleep timer. This is uh, a nice feature. You can go in here and you can set it uh, for either, you know, to the end of the chapter or for an hour or 45 minutes or, you know, the di there's different times you could select in there. Night mode. Night mode. I think this is more of a visual thing. I think it dims the screen when you uh, double tap it because the toggle of that is bright mode. Share. And this is where you can share the book that you're reading. Button free. Button free. I really haven't figured that one out yet. View details. This is where you can figure out uh, more details of the book, like the author and when it was published and other information like that. Mark is finished. You can mark it as finished. And those are the options. View details. Button free. Share. Night. Sleep. Bookmarks. More. Close. Button. So go ahead and close that. Back. Button. And we're on the back button, which is the far left side of the screen of the current uh, book that we're in. So now we'll go ahead and swipe to the right with one finger. Volume. More menu. Nine hours, 38 minutes remaining. Chapter one of 14. This tells you how many hours are remaining in the book. Zero. 48. This tells you how far you're in the current chapter. It's uh, currently indicating 48 seconds. Three percent. Adjustable. This is the swipe percentage. up or down with one finger to adjust the value. This is uh, a feature I really like. Uh, if I want to move forward or backward within the chapter, you could do a one-finger swipe up or down to adjust the percentage. And if you swipe up, it raises the percentage, and you move forward to the chapter. You swipe it down, it will lower the percentage value, and you'll move backward in that particular chapter that you're in. 26, 57. I swiped to the right, and this tells you how much time is remaining in the current chapter. And in this case, it's 26 minutes and 57 seconds. Chapter 1 of 14. And I swiped to the right again, and this tells you what chapter you're in. Cover art, image. Switches controls from jump seconds to chapter skip. Now what this does, um, I've played with it some, and I found I can do better with the percentages. You can have it jump back or jump forward chapters. And when you double tap on it, you only have a very short amount of time to do what you want to do with it before buttons revert back to jump back and jump forward. And they'll be coming up as we swipe to the right. Jump back. Button. There's the jump back. Jumps 30 seconds back. 
In fact, let me swipe back to the cover art and I'll show you what, what it does. Cover art, image. So, Switches controls from jump seconds to chapter skip. So we'll go ahead and double tap it. Cover art, image. Now we'll swipe to the right. Chapter backward, button. See, this is chapter, chapter backward. backward. Play, button. There's the play. Jump forward, button. And see, now it already... Jumps 30 seconds forward. It already switched the buttons back to jump back and jump forward. So, you know, like I said, there's not much time... Connect notification. Connect. Christopher Gravy, a leadership. Leadership. Alliance for Braille Literacy. Upcom. Ellipses. That was my Connect app. We'll uh, ignore that for now. Chapters, button. Displays chapters. Okay. This one I really like as well. If I want to go to a specific chapter, I can come to this button, and I'll double tap on that. Chapters. Close button. Now it's going to show the list of chapters. We're on the close button, which is on the far left side of the screen. And I'm going to swipe to the right with one finger. Chapters. Heading. There's the heading. Currently playing chapter. Chapter 1, 27, 45. This tells you what chapter it is currently on. Um, of course, we're on chapter one, and then if I swipe to the right, I'll see the other chapters. Chapter two, fifty-six. Chapter three, forty-nine. Forty. Chapter four, forty-four. Thirty-three. Those numbers that follow that tell you how much time is in each chapter. Chapter five, fifty-seven. Chapter six, forty-two. Twenty-eight. And if I double tap on any of these, it'll go to that chapter, and it will start playing. Chapter seven. Chapter eight. Chapter nine. Twenty-nine. Nine. Chapter 10, 43. Chapter 11, 34, 25. Okay. That's just uh, all the chapters that are there. So let me go ahead and do a finger, a two-finger swipe up. Close button. That gets Chap- me currently back. playing chapter. Chapter 1, 27, 45. That gets me back to the far left side of the screen. And when you do that, it's going to start moving to the right by itself. So you'll want to use your finger to make it stop. And just all you have to do is put it on the anywhere on the screen and uh, swipe either left or up or any direction and it'll it'll stop it from moving chapters heading currently playing chapter chapter 1 27 45 chapter 2 56 41 so if we double tap on chapter 2 currently playing chapter chapter 2 56 41 now it just starts playing how could I not? Chapter, chapters, close. So uh, let's go back to the book. Back, volume, more men, nine hours, zero, zero, fifty, chapter two, cover art, jump back, pause, button, play. Okay. Now, let's say we're done with the book, and we want to go ahead and delete it to conserve space on our iOS device, as if we accumulate too many, we'll get that famous warning about uh, low space. I'm going to do a two-finger swipe up. Back, volume, back, button. To get to the far left side of the screen. Now double tap on the back button. Settings button. Now, I'm going to delete this book and we're going to swipe to the right to the book title. Selected device button. iTunes search. All type recent. Delete button. Refresh button. Delete button. Embraced by darkness. Now we're on the title that we want to delete. Now here's the trick. If we double tap on the delete button to the left of the title like we did in the past, it's just going to start playing. It's not going to prompt us, or it's not going to delete the book or anything like that. That's where a lot of the confusion has been coming in. To get it to delete, we're going to have to do a three-finger swipe to the left. And make sure you're on the title of the book before you do so. So now let's go ahead and do the three-finger swipe and hope we get it. Page 202. There we go. Page 202 is what you should hear if you swiped it correctly. Now, I'm going to do a one-finger swipe to the left. Delete button. There's the delete button. Now, I want to make sure I'm still on the title, so I'll do a one-finger swipe to the right. Embraced by darkness. That's the title I want to delete, so we're going to do a one-finger swipe back to the left. Delete button. And we're going to double-tap it. Are you sure? It's asking, are we sure? Yes, we are, so we're going to swipe to the right 
all the way to the far right where the remove button is. We'll save to cancel. Remove button. Deletion. We'll tap that. Delete button. And the book's deleted. You'll still see it in your list because it's on the cloud and it's still in your Audible library. It's just not on your device anymore. So if you decide you want to listen to that book, you'll have to re-download it. I hope this uh, helps you in your adventures with Audible and happy reading. This is Larry Turnbull with ACB Radio's Main Menu. Main Menu. CoolBlindTech.com Online Hey guys, this is Garth. How's it going? Today I wanted to have a look at installing a couple of utilities on the Mac, which I think make voiceover a lot friendlier. One of the things I don't like about VoiceOver is the fact that you cannot use your caps lock key as your modifier key. It's not always convenient to use two keys as your modifier keys. And to be able to toggle the caps lock as your modifier key like you can in pretty much every other screen reader I've ever used is really convenient. Now there's a couple of utilities that you can install on the Mac that will allow you to assign the VoiceOver modifier keys to your caps lock key. And that's what we're going to take a look at today. So I'll take you through the installation and the setup of the two applications. We have SEAL, S-E-I-L, and Carabiner, K-A-R-A-B-I-N-E-R. So SEAL and Carabiner, they can both be found at pqrs.org, but there'll be links in the show notes. And the other thing I'll do is give you back the functionality of your caps lock key with another keyboard shortcut. So, you know, if the idea of not having a caps lock key is a problem for you, um, I'll show you how to grab that functionality back as well. So the first thing we need to do is jump into our system preferences. Menu bar, Apple. Apple. Software update, App Store, Ellipsis. System preferences, Ellipsis. System, system preferences, System preferences, Window, Toolbar. Now I want to jump to the keyboard option within System Preferences. So I'll use VOI for the item chooser and type in KE. Item chooser menu, 38 items, 7 items, key, 1 item, keyboard button, keyboard button. Press keyboard window, toolbar. Into keyboard. Keyboard, select a tab, 1 of 4. Now within the keyboard option of system preferences, there are four tabs. One for keyboard, which you heard is already selected, so that's the one we want. But you'll also find a couple of other tabs, import, text, and shortcuts. Now, we're on the keyboard tab, which is what we want, and we want to jump to the modifier keys button. So once again, I'll just use the item chooser. Item chooser menu, 37 items, one item, modifier keys, modifier keys button. So we'll go into the modifier keys button here, and I'll bring up a dialog. Now, this dialog and the, the table that we'll find here gives us all the modifier keys on iOS 10 and allows us to assign them different actions. So, for example, at the moment, by default, if you press your option key, it'll press the option key. This table allows you to assign a different modifier key to each of the keys. We're going to go and change the caps lock key to no action, but you know, if for whatever reason maybe you're using a Windows keyboard and you wanted to change the orientation, you could say that you want to change the command key to the option key and the option key to the command key. This dialog here will allow you to make that kind of change, but as I said, we're going to interact with the table here, go and find the caps lock key and assign no action to that key press. So that'll tell OS 10 that when the caps lock key is pressed, 
Take no action. Interact with dialog. For window keyboard. For each modifier key listed below, choose the action you wanted to perform from the pop-up menu. Caps lock. Caps lock. Caps lock. Key. Pop-up button. Menu 5 items check mark. Caps lock. Control. Option. Command. No action. Closing menu. No action. Caps lock. Caps lock. Key. Pop-up button. And you can see in that list there the other options that you can assign to the caps lock key. But we've picked no action. And we'll just close out of here and close system preferences. Okay. Default button. Closing dialog. Finder. Desktop. Desktop. Okay, so that's step one done. Next thing we need to do is download the actual applications or utilities. They can be found at pqrs.org. So yeah, just you know, straight out of the alphabet, pqrs.org. Let's just jump there now. Safari, top sites, window, toolbar, open location, qrs.org, pqrs.org, HTML content, heading level one, OS 10, heading level two, visited link, Kara Banner. Press visited link, Kara Banner. Link, pqrs.org. List five items. Heading level one, card banner. A powerful and stable keyboard customizer for OS 10. List two items. Bullet. Link, you can easily customize. From prepared settings. Bullet, you can also. Link, add your own settings by XML. Link, download carabiner 10.1.0 for OS 10 10.9. And there we have the download link for carabiner. So I'll grab that one. Now on this site, there are also some installation guides, but it's very straightforward. Uh, just the same as downloading and installing any application that you may do on OS X through Safari rather than through the App Store. So you will need to put in your administrator password during the installation process, and I'll just speed up this install rather than making you listen to the downloading and installation for both Carabiner and Seal. Links will be in the show notes, or you can, of course, Google pqrs.org with Carabiner or Seal, and I'm sure you'll come up with some download links pretty damn quick. Okay, so what I'll do is download both of the files, jump to my downloads folder, and get started by opening up one of the downloaded disk images. Finder, desktop, desktop. Downloads. Now in downloads window, list view table. Seal 10.10.02.dmg disk image. Carabiner 10.0.1. Seal 10.10.0. Open. System has new window. Now in seal 10.10.0 window, image browser group. Interact with image browser group seal.pkg installer package. And there's the installer package, so we'll open that and do the installation of the application. Open. Installer. Install seal 10.10.0 window. Welcome to the seal 10.10.0 installer. Image. Introduction. Text. You will be guided through the steps necessary to install the software. Image. Destination select. Image. Installation type. Image. Installation. Image. Summary. Go back. Dim button. Continue button. And from here, it really is just follow your nose through a standard install. So I will come back to you after both applications are installed. Applications. Now in Applications window. Browser. No selection. Safari. Safari. Scrivener. App. Seal. Application. 43 of Card Banner. Application. 26 of 51. And now the fun bits where we actually run the applications and customize them. Finder. Applications. Window. Safari. Application. 41 of 50. Scrivener. Seal. Application. 43 of Open. Application. Seal. Window. Setting. Selected tab. 1 of 2 has keyboard focus. Missing uninstall tab 2 of 2. Okay, so I've just opened up the application seal or the utility seal. Now, there's a few things with the way that both seal and carabiner work that can be a little bit confusing at first. They're completely accessible, but just the way VoiceOver reports a few of the elements, it can be initially a little bit confusing. We're on the settings tab here, and there's also a tab for you know uninstalling and miscellaneous settings. So We'll go down and interact with the table in a moment, and you'll notice there's quite a number of rows. Now, in both applications, rows in the tables, initially, think of them more as headings, and within each row, you'll need to expand it 
to actually see the elements within there that you can change. Now, the other thing that is a little bit confusing at first is the rows will have a checkbox, and that will always report as unchecked, even if you have, you know, things below it that are checked. So, you know, rows at level zero are headings, then you expand them, and you have the, the sub-rows at level one, and those are the ones that you can then check and make adjustments to. Now, hopefully I haven't just confused you even further, but you'll see what I mean as we go through here. And setting, select a tab, one of two. Install tab two of two. Okay, so we're in seal and we've got two tabs there. We want the first one setting and we'll also find that we've got two tables Table table once again. We want the first one Table interact with table row one selected row one of six column one expand tree then enable settings and change key codes Uncheck so we're in the first row there and we'll just move down one row change the caps lock key uncheck checkbox collapsed Okay, so we want to expand this second row and you just use your VO backslash to do that one Row two expanded, three rows added. Change the caps lock key, uncheck checkbox expanded. Change the caps lock key, uncheck checkbox level one. Alrighty, so this is where we need to be. In this row, we've got a checkbox that we'll need to check. We can then VO arrow across to a text field that we'll see there, which has currently got the default keyboard code for the caps lock key, which is, as you may hear there, 51. We're actually going to overtype that. And we're going to change it to 110, which is the key code for the PC application key. And later on in Carabina, we'll assign the voiceover keys to that key, the PC application key. But in here, the first thing we have to do, as I said, is check the checkbox, then move over. And to overtype the 51, you do a, a click on it. So just VO space on 51 on the text field there. That'll select it, and you'll be able to overtype it with 110. Check, change the caps lock key, checkbox. Default, 51, delete, level 1. Key code, 51, level 1. 51 content selected edit text selection 1 1 1 0 1 1 0 stop interacting with table row 3 of 9 column 1 change the caps lock key check checkbox default 51 delete key code 110 selected now that's really all we need to do here in seal uh, one last thing i will mention though is that if you do command tab away from the window while you're working on it to get back into the window you'll need to use your vo f1 f1 you know your application chooser command these windows display as system alert windows, uh, so you can't sort of command tab to them. You do need to use the you know the window chooser or the application chooser to get back into them, or you can just go back into your applications folder and reopen them from there, and that will once again bring your focus back to this particular window. Finder applications window Safari Carabiner application twenty six of fifty one open. Okay, now let's move over to Carabiner application window open system preferences button. Deny default button. Security image. Carabiner underline AX notifier would like to control this computer using accessibility features. Okay, and the first thing that happens is we get a system alert saying that Carabiner wants to take control of the computer using accessibility features, which, you know, we'll go and allow in a moment. Image. Grant access to this application in security and privacy preferences located in system preferences. Okay, now podcasting 101. Turn down the speed a little bit. Let us just have a quick listen to that again. Rate 50%. Image, grant access to this application in security and privacy preferences, located in system preferences. Help button, open system preferences button. Finder, applications, window, browser one, system preferences is launched in the background. Okay, so I'll just open system preferences and we'll go and grant Close access button. to the application. Browser one item selected. Card banner, application 26 of 51. Safari, system preferences, system preferences, security and privacy, window, privacy, selected tab, 4 of 4 has keyboard focus. Table, accessibility, selected, interact with table, row 7 of 8, selected. 
and it looks like it's taken us straight into the correct place within System Preferences and the Accessibility section of the Privacy section selected already. Stop interacting with table. Access allow the apps below to control your computer. Table. Indicates an app that has requested your location within the last two four hours. Image. Table. Interact with table. Row one of one. Cara banner underline AX notifier. Dim uncheck checkbox. Dim image. Service app. And as you can see there, I've moved over to the table of apps, and there's the carabiner, but currently dimmed. I can't activate it. And as you know, if you're familiar with system preferences, often you will have to go down and check that you want to make changes before it'll let you change some of the system preferences and actually put in your user credentials for the, you know, your login credentials. So let me do that now. And we should be able to go back and grant access to Carabena to allow it to control the computer with the accessibility features. Stop interacting with table. Help button. Advanced. Dim button. Click the lock to make changes. Uncheck checkbox. Check application. Window. Secure. Edit text has keyboard. System preferences. Security and privacy. Window. Click the lock to prevent further changes. Check checkbox. Okay, so just typed in my password and we'll move back and check the box. Allow the apps below to control your computer. Table. Accessibility. Selected. Allow the apps below to control your computer. Table. Interact with table, row one of one. Cara banner underline AX notifier, uncheck checkbox, image, service access, recently image. And I'll just check that with VO spacebar. Cara banner underline AX notifier, check checkbox, image, service access, recently image, row one of one cell four items. Stop interacting with table, click the lock to prevent, advanced button, help button, close button. Okay, and that's done. So let's move back to Carabina itself. Now remember Carabina and Seal are more of a utility than actual application, so you can't command tab to them, it's already running. Um, but I'll actually just use the window chooser or application chooser, VO F1 F1, go into the system and we'll see the you know the utility for Carabiner there and jump back in and make the changes we need to in that one. Application chooser menu, nine items, system dialogues menu, system dialogues menu, one item, Carabiner, Carabiner window, show enabled only, zero item, uncheck checkbox. Okay, so now we're in Carabiner and we're in the key remapping tab. There is a table here with a stack of stack pre-configured settings that you can check and uncheck till your heart's content and there is a lot of them I think there's 98 rows and once again those initial rows are just headings and within each of those rows there's maybe one two three four whatever options you can check or uncheck refresh button remapping table no selection interact with remapping table row one of 98 remapping remapping sample you are refresh button okay so yeah 98 rows now each of those rows are a group of pre-configured settings that you know make changes to the way your keyboard keys act. So you might be able to, for example, use the five and six keys together as an escape key, if that's what you want to do. There is a setting in there that is something like that. There's all sorts of stuff. We're looking for a particular one though, and the developer has labeled that with blind in the title. So we'll jump back to the search field here and we'll just search for blind, and that'll bring up the, the setting that we're looking for, or the, you know, the configuration that we're looking for. Show enabled search text field. B, I, D, blind, highlighted. Show enabled only, refresh button, remapping table, no selection. Interact with remapping table, row one of two, remapping. Use caps lock as voiceover key, important. Please change the key code of caps lock to 110 on seal prefs when you use this setting. And luckily we've already done that. This setting changes caps lock to control plus option. On virtual machine, caps lock becomes help key. Uncheck checkbox level one. And there we go, we've got a configuration file there which is designed to let us use the caps lock key as the voiceover keys. So what that configuration file actually does is assign control and option to the PC applications key. And in seal preferences, we assigned caps lock to the PC application key. Seems a little bit of a, you know, roundabout sort of route. 
But because of the nature of the caps lock key, this is the way that the developer has found of accomplishing it for us. Row one expanded, one row added. Use caps lock as voiceover key. Important, please change the key code of caps lock to 110 on seal crafts when you use this setting. This setting changes caps lock to control plus option. On virtual machine, caps lock becomes help key. And as you can see, it also changes the way the caps lock key works in a virtual machine. Uncheck checkbox level one. Check, use caps lock as voiceover. And I've checked that. Stop interacting with remapping table, row two of two. Refresh button. Show enabled only, one item, uncheck checkbox. So as you can see, um, it now shows one item enabled. And there's a checkbox there if you, you know, you had a few settings set up and you wanted to just, you know, narrow it down to the enabled settings, you can, you can do that with a checkbox there. Now, that is the basic thing done. However, I know some people will probably go, well, now I've got no caps lock. And it's not like in JAWS where you can double tap the caps lock key to make it work. So if it is something you use, which personally, I don't know, I don't tend to shout at people often online, so the caps lock key is um, not one I use regularly, but hey, it can come in handy. So I'm going to include a way you can get back the caps lock key functionality as well. So let's go back to our search field, and we're going to actually search for caps lock. Search text field, C-A-P-S-L-O-C-K, -A caps lock, uncheck, refresh, but remapping table, interact with remapping table, row one, remapping, uncheck, back quote, to caps, change bracket, key, uncheck, right bracket, change caps lock key, uncheck, caps lock is an exceptional key, uncheck, tips, you can change, change delete key, uncheck, uncheck, delete to caps lock, change escape key, uncheck, change escape key, uncheck, checkbox expanded, two items enclosed. Now, as you can see, caps lock brought back a heap of results, and I've just been arrowing down through them all. Any one that caps lock has mentioned has come up here. The one I'm actually looking for is this one uh, with escape, change escape key. So that's the particular one, and in here there's a couple of rows. Uh, so I'll just arrow down and we'll check the one we want. Uncheck escape to caps lock checkbox level one. Uncheck shift plus escape to caps lock checkbox. And there we are, that's the one we want. Shift plus escape to caps lock. So we'll check that box and then we'll be able to activate the caps lock key with the shift and escape key. Check shift plus escape to caps lock checkbox. Stop interacting with remapping table row 12 of 67. Refresh button. Uncheck show enabled only two items checkbox. And now we can see we have two items enabled. So I'll just try that out. Shift plus escape. Caps lock on. Caps lock off. And guess what, folks? With that, we're finished. So we now have our voiceover keys routed to our caps lock key. We can still use the, you know, the control and option as our voiceover keys. It doesn't uh, break that functionality. We can still use those. But we have the added advantage of using the caps lock key instead of the control plus option keys as your voiceover modifier. Like I said earlier, I, I really wish this was just a, a checkbox in voiceover settings. I think in a lot of circumstances, it makes a lot of sense. A couple of the other you know, side effects or benefits of having and using these applications are that you can make other keyboard remappings if that is something you want to do. And look, you know, maybe you don't have the full use of both hands and making some of these keyboard modifications can be really useful in that situation as well. So one of the benefits you also get with having Carabena installed is that you get back a num keypad or number keypad, you know, the little keypad off to the right hand side of a, a full keyboard that has all your numbers plus the plus and minus and, you know, divide and times and all those sort of things. Um, obviously MacBook Airs, MacBook Pros do not have that keyboard. Um, you can get a, an actual Apple one that does, uh, but if you want to have that sort of keyboard format on your Mac, this will allow you to have that as well. Hold down the function key and your 
JKL, um, your 123, UIO 456, and 789 above that stay is 789. And again with that, Another nice side effect is that the number pad commander, which is part of VoiceOver, but, you know, which most of us never get to use, we, we again have access to that without having a number pad. So like with JAWS and with many of the other screen readers, VoiceOver can use a number pad as a commander. You can go and assign, you know, different keys to it, whatever you want. Uh, yeah, once again, adds more functionality and more customization to VoiceOver. Uh, then just a couple of the other things, along with, of course, like we mentioned before, um, changing the way that caps lock key works in a virtual machine. Now, I've not used that myself. I don't tend to run Windows on my Mac at the moment, but um, if that's something you do, once again, these couple of applications can make a real difference for you. Okay, so let's just quickly recap what we've done here. We can grab the, the two applications from pqrs.org, or if you like, go to coolblindtech.com, and in the post for this episode, we'll have the download links. We want Seal and Carabena. Uh, we then go to System Preferences and assign a no action to the Caps Lock key. We do this by going to the Keyboard option in System Preferences, uh, the Keyboard tab there, and then the Modifier keys. That's where we go and unassign the Caps Lock key from OSX. Then in the application Seal, we want to change the key code of the caps lock key. So its default key code is 51. We're going to change that to 110. Uh, remember we need to voice over across to that particular column of the row where the 110 is or the 51. Click it, mouse click it or uh, you know, VO spacebar on it and then you'll be able to overtype it with 110. That changes the caps lock key from 51 to 110 or the PC application key. Then the <laughs> next step is Carabiner where we go and look for the configuration file that the developer has included in that application specifically for use with voiceover and with screen readers and virtual machines. Um, so we find that setting easily done by searching blind, check that one and basically that's it done. You can then also as I said you know assign a command to use your caps lock key again and the best one that I found looking through there was the the shift plus escape um, so you assign shift plus escape to caps lock done guys thanks so much for listening I hope you found this helpful if you have any questions or need any assistance just send an email to garth at coolblindtech.com or you can always follow me on twitter at iblindtech and at coolblindtech as well thanks a lot guys bye Thank you for listening to Cool Blind Tech. You can contact us via www.coolblindtech.com Email cbt at coolblindtech.com Twitter at coolblindtech Zello channel Cool Blind Tech Cold line tech shutting down. Hello, this is Larry Turnbull with ACB Radio's Main Menu. Today, we're going to have a little bit of fun and playing a nice fast action virtual reality game called Shades of Dew. 
This game is put out by GMA Games. You can visit them at gmagames.com. And they've got a lot of great sound games there that you can choose from besides Shades of Doom. They have Lone Wolf, Tank Commander, Time of Conflict, and many others. There's even a few free games you can download from there like GMA Cards and GMA Lander. So you definitely want to give them a visit if you're into occupying your free time with uh, some fun. Without further ado, let's get into Shades of Doom. Version 2 was released not too long ago, and they've totally redone the voice engine, and they've redone the accuracy in the way you encounter monsters. It's a lot more accurate, and it responds a lot faster, plus a lot of other things they fixed with the onset of uh, Windows 8. Uh, there were some bugs that came up that they had to redo in the game when uh, Windows 8 came up. So let's go ahead and get Shades of Doom up and running here. Shades of Doom. There's Shades of Doom. Enter. Shades of Doom 2.0 dialogue. Product security dialogue. Shades of Doom 2.0 is a product of GMA.com. You will be asked to enter your registration name and the product key. This information should have been supplied with the product or provided by your reseller. Leave the registration blank to run the demonstration mode. If you have any problems, contact your reseller. GMA.com's contact information is included with the package. Okay button to activate. Press space bar. Shades of Doom 2.0. A GMA. Okay. I have the demo version right now. I plan to purchase it probably sometime soon. I do have version 1, and you can get version 2 at a discount if you already have version 1. So let's go ahead and hit enter on the OK. Enter, enter registration dialog. Would you like to enter your game registration information? No button to activate. Press and space. we're going to say no to that for now. Space. 1, 4, 5, 7, 9. Welcome to Shades of Doom, a GMA game. Version 2.0. Okay. Select from menu, play game. I hit the control key to uh, kind of stop the screen reader. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and kill it because we're going to use uh, the voice that came with the Shades of Doom to go through the maze here. So we turn Jaws off. Down. We're at the main menu. And the first option we land on is play game. And we can up and down arrow through the options here. Play save game. This is where you can pick up where you left off on a save game. Sound help. This will help you with uh, the different sounds. Listen to story. Listen to story. Uh, Kelly Superja did a great job at doing a story intro to this game. My account. My account. GMA Games has set up an online account system that you can log into and it keeps track of your purchased game and you can get instant key replacements if you lose your key to any of the games. Exit game. And then of course you can exit the game. So let's go ahead and select play the game. So I'm gonna move up. My listen sound play save game play game. That's the option I want. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Use your arrow keys to select your experience level. Bring them on. Bring them on is middle of the road as far as difficulty level. You can arrow up to ease the level. Don't hurt me. It's my turn, Daddy. That's the easiest level. Don't hurt me. That's the next to the easiest level. Bring them on. Bring them on, of course, is the middle of the road. So you think you've had it bad so far? It's a little bit harder. It's a good day to die. And that's the hardest one where the monsters will really come at you fast and furious. So you bring them on. Don't hurt me. Bring them on. Let's go ahead and be brave, and we'll select uh, bring them on. We'll go to the middle of the road. I don't want to get it too aggressive because I want to be able to explain to you what's going on as I'm moving through the game. So we'll press enter on that. Press F1 for help. Level 1. Now we're in the base. 
That little chirping you hear is a little sonar unit you can use to locate your monsters. I'm going to switch it off right now by pressing the letter S. You heard that click, turn it off. There is a limit on the battery life with this device, so you'll definitely want to keep a watch on how often you use that. If you leave it on all the time, eventually the battery gives out, and then you don't have it anymore. You could still fight monsters without it, but it might take you a little bit longer to get an accurate shot off on them, and you might be killed. <laughs> but that's part of the fun, isn't it? Okay. I want to figure out what direction I'm facing, and I'll press the letter F to do that. West. It's telling me I'm facing west. And I can get a description of the hallway by pressing the letter N. The passage continues. And a control N will... The passage continues. Give me a description of what might be further down ahead. And it's a pretty long hall, so it just says the passage continues. So we're going to use the up arrow to walk forward. So let's go ahead and walk up the hallway. You could use the left and right arrow keys to turn directions, and you would use the control left and right arrow if you want to make a 90-degree turn. And a shift left-right arrow will have you sidestep either left or right. Door and eight feet. Okay, there's a door. One thing to be careful of, you never know what's behind these doors, so if you're going to open one, you better be ready to fight. There could be a monster behind it. There could be a trap behind there. You just never know. After all, we're in a base where uh, ex an experiment has gone awry, and we need to shut it down. That's the whole object of the game. You'll learn that if you listen to the intro story that uh, Kelly Superga did. I'm going to swing to the left by doing a control left arrow. South. I'm facing south and I'm facing the door. I'm going to center the sound by using the shift left and right arrow keys to do some sidestepping here. Pretty close to center. I'm not sure if I'm dead on, but I think we're close enough where when we step up to the door, it'll open. There it is. And there's a monster. So I'm going to switch on the sonar. And I'm using my gun. Data wafer and three feet. All right. I'm going to walk forward to get this data wafer, and then I'll explain what I did. White data wafer taken. White data wafer taken. When you first start out in this game, you have a couple of weapons you could choose from, and you use the number row to choose them. Start out with number one. Now, so I'll press the number one. Bare fists. That's where you can use your fists to fight. That does minimal damage, and you have to get really close to your opponent in order to inflict that damage. Then I'll press number two. Long knife. Long knife. That'll do a little bit more damage, but again, you'll have to get really close to your opponent. I use that as a last resort if I'm out of ammunition of my gun. Number three. Manual bolt gun. Is a manual bolt gun. You'll acquire more weapons as you move on through the levels. And if you want to find out how much ammunition you have on your gun, you can press the letter A. 96. It says I have 96 rounds left. 
Another important stat that you'll want to keep track of is your health, because if your health percentage drops to zero, you're dead. So press the letter H for health. 87%. 87%. That means we got some wounds. We took some wounds when we fought that monster that was coming at us. I'm going to walk forward into this room to see if there's anything in here. And there doesn't appear to be anything. And when you step forward, if you hear a click like that, that means you're at the edge of the room, and if you go any further, you're going to hit a wall. So if I keep going forward, and I just ran into the wall. So let's go ahead and turn around by you doing a control. We could either do a control left or a control right arrow to turn 90 degrees. West. So we're facing west. We walk across the room. There's a wall there. North. So we're going to rotate to the north. And we're walking out of the room. Now we're back in the hallway. And we're going to do a control left arrow. West. To turn 90 degrees to the west. And we'll continue walking up the hallway. Door. And six feet. And there again is a door. South. West. South. All right. All right. We just opened that door. Nothing's come out at us yet. But... That doesn't mean that the room is empty. So we'll walk in here carefully. I'm going to go ahead and turn on the sonar just in case there's anything in here. And yep, there is something. I'm going to back out of the room because I want to demonstrate another function here. I'm going to hit the letter M and it'll tell me what kind of monster it is. 20 feet. Well, actually, the letter M will tell you how far away is away from you. Human. Control M tells you what kind of monster it is. I'm going to go ahead and kill him. And I got attacked by two of them, so that pretty much killed me. Sorry, you lose. So that's what happens if you game. waste too much time. <laughs> play save, play game. So I'm going to go ahead and load the game again because I want to demonstrate a few other things. Level. Bring him on. Press F1 okay, for back in the base. Level 1. I'm going to walk on down the hallway here. North. West. There's all kinds of effects you can hear in here. Another function you can do is the letter V, and it tells you if you've been in this area before. So hit the letter V. No. And it says no. So that means we're in new territory. Door and 14 feet. I'm actually going to pass the door for now. Just want to show you a couple of other things here. Door and 14 feet. I'm going to pass this one as well. All right. Of course, you could press F1 at any time to get some help with this game, and you could look up the uh, different keystrokes to do different things. We've got the music going. And you can hear that wind. And that tells you, you know, you still got a ways to go. And you can walk either forward or backward. And when I walk forward, there's a turn here. Now you can hear that wind on the left side, as well as the wind that's kind of behind us. 
And there's a monster. South. Let's get the sonar going here. Let's deal with him. There, we got rid of him before he meant any trouble to us. 100%. Just check the health, and that proves my statement. So we're going to go ahead and walk forward. When you hear an echo like that, that means uh, the passage is, continues to head forward, and then there's one to the left. And we've already been down the one that uh, is on the left. So we're going to walk on. That happens when you trip over a dead body, and of course we just killed a monster, so his dead body is laying there in the hall. And again, we hear a passage coming up on the left, and you can tell by that noise that uh, we just came to a turn, so we'll press the letter N to confirm that. The passage turns sharply to the left. So we'll do a control left arrow to make our 90-degree turn. The passage turns sharply to the left. Hmm, interesting. So now we got ourselves in little corners. Let's figure this out. East. No. Okay, now we got ourselves set. Now we're facing east and we're looping around this uh, wall. Keep on moving. door and nine feet and of course there's a door you should be hearing this from the left we're doing a speaker test letter c will check your speakers you should be hearing this from the left and it says we should be hearing that from the left which i do then we have east Door to the left nine. Tells us there's a door to the left. Door to the left nine. Door to the door to the left door to the left nine. Door to the left door to the door and eight feet. Control O will tell you what's nearby if you hear a noise like that. Because that could be a door, that could be a data wafer, it could be any other object, or in some cases it could be an opening in the floor, which uh, you don't want to get too close to that because you don't want to fall through the floor. That uh, would not be very good. Bio grenades. 100%. If you want to figure out what you've got, as far as inventory, you can press the tab key. Medkit. There's a medkit. Med medkit. Medkit. That's the only thing we got. I up and down arrow to see if there was anything else, and there's not. I don't really need to use it now, so we'll hit the escape key. Let's go ahead and see what's behind this door. North. The sidestep. Center things. Door and ten feet. Walk towards it. West. North. East. Hmm. Door and two feet. There it is. Look out. North. <laughs> and we got attacked. <laughs> Sorry, you lose. That was a mute Select dog, from by menu. the way. So we'll go ahead and exit Play the game sound now. Listen to my account. Exit game. Thank, Thank you for, for trying, trying the demo, demo version of Shades of Doom. Bye for now. So to recap, there's several things you can do in these games. You can uh, rely on the sound just like uh, anybody else does visually. 
and definitely go and check it out. There's a key reference list there, and there's even uh, plenty of support to uh, help you on your way in enjoying some of these games. With that, I'm Larry Turnbull. Thanks for joining us. This is Larry Turnbull for ACB Radio's Main Menu. Hi, I'm Chase Crispin. We are currently looking for listeners who are willing to review any type of accessible technology for us here on Main Menu. If you are interested in doing a review of a product that you own, or an interview with its vendor, then please contact us and let us know what you're interested in doing. Before you begin to record a segment, it is important to contact us so that we can ensure that it hasn't already been covered on our program. To get in contact with us, please send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know what demonstration or interview you would like to do. Once you have completed your recording, please again send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know how we might get the file from you and if it will need any further editing. We can get files from you in any method such as SenseSpace or Dropbox, any way that works for you. Once we receive your file, we will let you know when it will be aired on Main Menu. Presentations from our listeners are always interesting and well-received by the rest of the listeners, so if this interests you, please get in touch with us. Thank you for your interest, and we look forward to hearing from you on the show very soon. to thank you for being with us this week here on Main Menu and hope you'll join us back here again next week on Main Menu. You have a great week and we'll see you soon here on Main Menu.